Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to another episode of To Be Honest. I'm your host, D'Angelo Williams, and your co-host, Jake Seeley. He knows everything fantasy, uh, whether it relates to football or in the bedroom. Uh, Calling from, well, not calling, but reporting live from beautiful... Go ahead, Jake. Where you? Where you? Where you? Where you <laughs> I'm in Vegas, from? baby. <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you on a singles retreat? Like, what are you doing there? No, you you're gonna love while I'm here. It's the it's the fancy sports and gaming conference that I'm here for. Oh, so great! It's only like six people there. Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're such a <laughs> you. You and the five people that you get into arguments with on fucking social media are the only ones there in Vegas right now. So have you quick question, though, because everybody want to know. We know you, you know, you're a very hot commodity and everybody want to dates the guy that um, (laughs) that's really good at picking fantasy and parlays and shit. So how is everything else going up there? I mean, I know you're there for fantasy, but are you fulfilling any other fantasies? No, no, it's not. It's not that kind of trip. Yet. My uh, my one fantasy was just to play poker, and that was not a good night last night. I uh, uh like, do you know who Phil Helmuth is? By the way, you know who that is. Who Phil Helmuth, the poker player? No, I know who For, he a lot of people is. Out there, like he's the guy that gets pissed off and will say stuff to other people at the table. With like, I was kind of that guy last night. It was a bad night. I got bad beats. I got people playing hands. It was it was a frustrating night. But no, no, dude, you'll like this. That's not what I'm here for. But I, for the first time ever, D'Angelo, without prompting from the other person, I slid into somebody's DMs and she actually responded. We've been chatting. So how about that? Look at, is she in Vegas too? No, no, no. She is back, back in my area near home. She's actually in North Carolina. So so wait let, let me let me get this straight. You're in Vegas, where right. the slogan and the motto is "What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas." You're not looking or hadn't talked to anybody in Vegas yet. You're just reserving yourself for the young lady that lives in North Carolina. So confused. well, see that's the no, that's a good word is because I'm not reserving myself necessarily for her, but I'm reserving myself in general. I'm not that kind of what stays in Vegas. That like what you do anywhere in the world is still what you did anywhere in the world. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I get that. But I, I I also thought I just heard you say you're not that kind of guy. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's usually what the guys that are like that say is that I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, okay. I, I, we, people we who get know it. me, I think you've known me long enough to know. Like, I, I, do, I, I do. Yeah. I do. I do. I, I just know this. I just know this. My father and my grandfather used to tell me there's nothing that I can't teach you that a pair of legs can't change. So <laughs> when the right pair of legs come around, you will be that guy. Trust me. <laughs> no, I can guarantee it won't happen. That's so wrong. But by the, hey, by the way, I, yes. made, I made my first ever bet here, and I actually I won. It was a parlay. I took the over on the game in the uh, in LSU to cover last night in the game. You won seventeen dollars, bro. 
You're not for I won eighteen dollars. <laughs> you won eighteen dollars and you're excited about an eighteen dollar bet. I well, do, I'm, I'm kind of thinking I made, back on it. I should have I made forty and I bet two people. <laughs> it was two twenty. <laughs> you could have made more betting straight up with just normal people than you could have in Vegas, bro. Well, or, you do or I could put that, down right? more than five bucks. <laughs> yeah. So 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 hold up. You're in Vegas. You just got there today? Yesterday. You got here yesterday. You got there that was yesterday. yesterday. Okay. That was the betting. Right. I was watching the game. That was playing poker and losing my money and wanting to punch the dude in the face. But yeah, that was yesterday. Right. So so kind of walk us through this because I, I want to know this and all the players out there that are listening to this. And when I say players, guys that play in the National Football League or NBA or whatever respectable sport that they're playing that's professional, even whether it's a job, what do people, because I'm so confused by this. <laughs> What do people meet up in Vegas to do? Because obviously fantasy football is not real, right? That's a fantasy. But it's real that you have to travel from wherever you are to Vegas. Like, what do y'all talk about? Y'all just talk about fantasy related? Like, oh, man, you, some stuff that y'all could have tweeted each other online? Uh, like, <laughs> no. I, I'm, I'm so curious because I feel like you can wrap this all up in an email. You don't have to come face to face with somebody. Not so can you can you walk me through <laughs> what you're doing? Because I'm so confused. No, no. So it's not like a part of it is actually getting to meet people you don't get to see all year long. Like, you know, if you guys if you went to the Pro Bowl, like some of the players that maybe you never even played against that entire season or didn't match up against because they're in the other side of another division that you're scheduled. Like it's just getting to meet people in your industry that you don't meet all year long. And then the conference itself. It's not even what you're saying. It's the conference is like, where is fantasy sports going? You know, now that gambling started to be legal in some states, what's this? You know, this new program that opened up or app that opened up. And then they hand out awards for writers and podcasters and stuff like that. So it's actual legitimate conference. But the biggest part about it, at least in my opinion, is just the mingling, you know, getting to see people you don't ever get to see, like meeting people you never got to meet before. Oh, so it's kind of like your dating life. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's actually more people involved in this one. than <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, you know, I, I kind of want to, if it's okay with you, and I know that you're in Vegas uh, and you're not that kind of guy, I wanted to kick the show off a little bit different. I want to I give you some names. And after you tell me what all those names uh, mean, then I'm going to go into my first two, be honest. I got two today. So, Jake, I'm going to give you a list of names, and I want to see if you can tell me uh, what all these names, what's the correlation in between uh, for the names, right? And okay. then I'm going to go into my first two, be honest. I got two. Because you're okay. in Vegas, you know, I'll take the liberties of you're doing all the work. Down. Yeah, I'm going to double down because apparently, <laughs> you know, uh, doubling down can win odds and bets depending on who you <laughs> bet with. So I'm doubling down today. So before I kick off my first two, be honest, I'm going to give you a list of names and I want you to see if you can draw the correlation at the end of these names. Okay. Here we go. Terry right. Bradshaw, Jim Pluckett, Steve Bartkowski, uh, John Elway, Testaverde, Jeff George, Bledsoe, Peyton Manning, Tim Couch, Michael Vick, Derek Carr, Palmer, Eli Manning, Alex Smith, Matthew Stafford, Sam Bradford, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, and uh, Kyler Murray. What do they all have in common, other than the fact that they're quarterbacks? <laughs> uh, well, the, the initial start, especially when we said Eli Manning, is going to be like worst quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. But uh, I would say <laughs> top 10 picks? Actually, no. 
There are all quarterbacks taken number one overall. Number one overall. So, yes, I was right. I just wasn't precise enough. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll give you that. You'll give you that. We'll give you that. Okay. Okay. So, my first, to be honest. Yes. Based on history, and I'm going solely based on history and what I think I've seen, Joe Barrow has peaked in college. He will be a average quarterback in the National Football League. So will Trevor Lawrence. I can't say the same for Tua, although looking at Alabama's past and the quarterbacks that they put in, he's going to be just as that. If you go back to that list, 21 quarterbacks, 22, I'm sorry. Out of the 22, I probably named four or five Hall of Famers, and one of them has a big asterisk beside it. But I believe Joe Barrow, one, he has not – he doesn't have a large body of work, right? He's one year, he was – from one school to another. So one, I don't trust him, right? Two, he reminds me of, and drum roll please, (laughs) he reminds me of Tim Tebow. That's exactly who he reminds me of. Tim Tebow ran the ball, he runs the ball. It doesn't look pretty, and you're just like, ooh, it looks like it hurts. Every time Joe took off last night, I was like, damn, he reminds me of somebody. He reminds me of somebody, Tim Tebow. And we all know what Tim Tebow looked like in the league. He had a very large following, but his following was a lot larger than uh, his production and his career in the National Football League. However, going back to it, Joe Barrow has peaked and he has peaked big time in college and he will be a average quarterback and he'll jump from team to team when he gets to the National Football League. Prove me wrong, Jake. Uh, so as of today, I don't know if I can prove you wrong. For So here's two things. This one is you listed a lot of names, successful names. So you could go back and say, what about Jamarcus Russell? And I'm not the same type of player by far, but Jeff right. George. And I didn't even name Sam, him. I didn't even name him. I know. Well, no, to my point is like Sam Bradford. You left out a lot of guys who went number one. That Tim Couch, people that bombed. So Being number one doesn't mean Jack. So that's why I'm not going to disagree with you. And I'm also not going to disagree with you yet. Like, so, you know, this, uh, you might not know this, but a lot of my draft evaluation for college and prospects happens in late February through March because I have to do baseball. So I'm a little bit, I, I wait a little bit longer to get through that first, but I have the same assumption as you for two reasons is I think watching him play, even as record setting amazing, he's been this year, the talent around him, the leap forward at 23 years old. And that's what I, that was my good, my question to you today about that. 23 years old, he's not quite the winky, but, you know, to play at that level, it's kind of almost like, ah, this, you know, this 19 year old senior in high school. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm still hesitant to buy into him. So I can't prove you wrong, but I'm not going to say definitively as of today. Oh, I'm definitive. I'm definitive. I'm 100%. Okay. I I I'm I'm definitive and and this is, it because is why. Because the age thing cuz I wanted to ask you about it, that. It like, has nothing it has nothing to do with the age. This is why. Okay. When I look back, the 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 quarterback that the and and this is based on what I've seen in college. When I was in college and I've grown up obviously, looking back, the greatest college team ever assembled in my era. I, and I'm not expecting you to guess it is USC when they had Matt Liner, Reggie Bush. They were uh, balling. I completely push, one, push. Right. I completely <laughs> 100% said that Matt Liner was going to be the next 
Tom Brady before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. I was like, he's going to go to the NFL and he is going to absolutely kill it. He went to the NFL and I don't know what happened. He had a career, but I'm not really sure. And as I look at Matt Liner doing the things that he did when he was at USC, I can look at Joe Barrow and Joe Barrow's not even close to what Matt Liner did, but everybody's praising him. And everybody's saying, oh, my gosh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to take him number one overall. And then they're going to be looking for another quarterback the year after that. Well, you know what the funny thing is? The year after that. To your point, D'Angelo, I don't get – here's one where this is already starting to tick me off. Um, You know this because we've talked about it before. I'm a huge Dwayne Haskins fan. I don't understand the people out there that are sitting there like, well, Dwayne Haskins wasn't any good when Joe Burrow essentially did the same thing. One amazing year Exactly, yes. Yeah. At least Dwayne Haskins was had the inexperience. Like Dwayne Haskins was the fact that he just wasn't a starter yet. Joe Burrows had time, has not been able to, you know, be the starting quarterback because of his talent. Like Haskins is just the fact that he's late development and wasn't playing a lot of quarterback like Joe Burrow was. So I'm, that's the part that's ticking me off. So on the side, when you say that, when you say the Bengals, the Bengals are obviously, unless they shock the world, I think like the Vegas odds are probably, if I want to go bet, way in his favor, going number one overall. Yeah, so we know you're not going to go more than $5 either, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would probably have to bet $5 to win like 30 cents on that bet at this point. But so on the positive spin, D'Angelo, if you were the Bengals and you were trying to help him succeed the best way possible, do you think there's an offense he can sustain and be in? To succeed, or do you think he's just going to be completely a bust no matter what kind of? Uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bust no matter what. I, I I'm putting him in a Jamarcus Russell category from oh. the standpoint of, and this is why every quarterback can throw. The only thing that the decision making is the only thing that separates them from that. I like Tua, and the reason why I like Tua is because his body of work coming in, you can see. Okay, this is where he's bad at. This is what he's good at. We got to work on what's bad. Nobody knows what Joe Burrow is bad at, right? Like, because they've been praising him for everything that he's done. But what I can see is when a quarterback that rolls out, first of all, he's sneaky fast. He is what you say Ryan Tannehill is. Uh, He is what you say um uh are we doing uh, are we doing this sneaky athletic and surprising athleticism are we yeah yeah well, you, you know like you know he he leads the league and like rushes over some of, and he just looks it it looks painful but you're just like damn and it's like 30 yards later you're like oh wow he just picked that up that's what i saw last night so it's one of those painful like okay he's a running quarterback but like can we really classify him as like a finesse running quarterback you know who he but, is who is he? Josh Allen. Yes. That's exactly who he is. The, you know what? I, I can agree with you there. I, again, I think he's peaked. I like Tua because of body of work. You got one year to pick apart Joe, right? That one year. And that was probably the greatest year. He essentially just uh, he just did what the quarterback did down in um, uh, that was in Philly. Uh, Tricky Nick Foles. He had the greatest uh, – he can't peak anymore. He peaked at the right time. He's going to be the first pick in the draft. It's not going to be in, any close. And then there's going to be a pick that come up that's like maybe 11 or 27, like an Aaron Rodgers that's going to take – I like the quarterbacks that are taken later in the first or second round because those are quarterbacks that that are written off and they don't have any hype around them. So when they show up, you're like, damn, where did this guy come from? So Tua, yes, <laughs> I, I like his body of work and what he's doing. 
I'm not so sure about Trevor Lawrence, and this is why I'm not so sold on Trevor Lawrence, and I put him in the same category as Joe. Trevor did not improve anything from last year to this year. He stayed the same. If you want to get better and you want to grow, you're going to grow and we're going to see a difference from what you did last year versus what you did this year. There was nothing different. There was not, there was the same Trevor Lawrence. Like there's no tricks that he pulled out of his book that we hadn't seen before. It's the same thing with Joe. We know Joe going to stand back there. They're going to have design runs for him. Like, can he sustain that and do that same pro style offense in the national football league? No. Why? Because he just played another college, another college offense and defense that gave him a damn run for his money. These are real men at this level. So not even that. D'Angelo, the, the ones that he was struggling with, too, is like the third or fourth corner on, on LSU or yeah. Clemson. Or well, you're talking about Lawrence. Yeah. So on, on yeah. LSU, I'm with see Lawrence. It's funny that you said this because we were talking about this last night. When we were watching the game at one of the casinos. I don't even remember which one it was at this Man, point because they, it wasn't they the one purposely you lost you know, all the money at in poker. Was no. It? Yeah. Well, they, no. Also, they, they make it a maze to get out of any of these places because they just don't want yeah. you to be able to get out. But yeah. we were watching it and we were having that discussion. And there was two things. So I agree with you is if you watch that game specifically. And actually, if you watch Trevor Lawrence the entire year, you're right. He's the same Trevor Lawrence he was as a freshman. The good news is he's got one more year because he can't come out. He's got to play his junior season. He's got to play next year. So he can still improve. But those throwing to the sidelines, throwing the out routes, that's if you can't. I mean, basically, if you can't get good at that, to your point, yes, if he doesn't improve next year, he will be bust. I'm going to give him one more year because he's still only a sophomore. But. If he's the right. same Trevor Lawrence again for the third straight year, no, yeah, he's he's not going to succeed. Yeah, I thought you'd have been on the Joe Burrow's uh, bandwagon, man, because you were speaking highly of him early on, and and now you're not so as high on that list of him because I was checking him out last no. night. And I had an opportunity to really check him out because everybody's been talking. No, about No, there's him. a difference. I wasn't high on. I said he was going number one, but I wasn't high on him as a player. As my own right, there's a difference. So who would you take number one? Chase Young, not even a second thought, because he's he's Bosa like. Hey, and perfect transition. I wanted to ask you about that. Speaking of Bosa, uh, did you get tickets? Did you get tickets for your game that you were going to? That you won the bet. I did win the bet. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna take you to my living room. So we're watching the <laughs> game, right? So I I'm watching the game. She's watching the game, and we're watching it in the same room. And um, obviously. You know, I'm going for the 49ers. She's not going for the 49ers because she really wants to go to Memphis. And I'm like, honey, why do you really want to go to Memphis? Like our team. And she was like, no, 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 no. Let's make sure we get this straight. She did the little fingers and, you know, um, imagine the neck action that she's working with it. No, 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 no. This is your team, not my team. I'm a San Diego Chargers fan and they're no longer in San Diego. So I don't have a team. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get that. You know, I'm not trying to be specific. All I'm saying is, is after we win this game, you know, we're going to San Francisco. She hit me with the deep sigh. <sighs> so that's when I knew that was my cue that she's irritated right now. I'm a leave. <laughs> so I go outside and, uh, you know, I'm watching the game outside and I got the, the, the curtains open. So every time we score, you know, I kind of picture like I'm in a movie. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm like high-fiving people that are not there. Like I'm in the stands. You know, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, baby. Woo, NFC champ. And I look through the window and my wife is like kicking shit 
and like knocking <laughs> pictures off the wall. Like she was like, <laughs> completely different reaction. So, you know, I come in, you know, the, the buzzer hit triple zeros. I come in and I'm like, honey, you know where we're going, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going to bed because I'm tired. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I'm not going to bed. You you can go take a nap. I'm just saying, you know, I got to book flights. You know, I got to kind of get us ready. And she's like, I can't believe you. <sighs> and she walk upstairs. So as a man, Jake, I know you haven't dated in a very long time. and You're not that type of guy, right? So because you're not that type of guy, I feel like I have to explain this to you. When your wife hits you with the ha ah, and not finish the sentence and walk upstairs, that means she wants you to follow her to finish the conversation. So now I'm at a like a I'm I'm stuck because I can either follow her upstairs, have this conversation, and have my mind changed, and let's go to Memphis. Or I can stay downstairs and do what every man before history should have done and listen to their first mind and said, damn it, we going to uh, San Francisco. We going to the NFC championship game. I don't give a damn. A bet is a bet. <laughs> what do you think I did? Uh, knowing you, I kind of think that you followed upstairs because otherwise I think you would have been hitting me up with, hey, I, I got two tickets, but the wife's not coming if you want to meet me. <laughs> yeah, so I go upstairs. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm a real man <laughs> i go upstairs and i'm like honey like what's so important in memphis to have you acting like this she was like there's things that i gotta do there and i'm thinking to myself in my mind like you can go i could just go to san francisco and watch oh. my team play but i didn't say that i didn't say that because i'm a loving father and husband so I, I listened to her. She said, hey, you know, there's things that I got to do. You know, when I fly, I got to have, you know, uh, the the extra boarding pass kids, stuff like that. She's like, I want to get all that taken care of. And you got to help me with these kids. And I'm like, you know what, honey, you make a great point. I we're not going to San Francisco. We're not going to the NFC championship game. So I called my boys that play for the 49ers and told them, hey, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it, man. And I was hoping he didn't ask why. He was like, oh, okay, you know, I, I completely understand. I was like, yeah, the wife has some stuff come up. So then this is when I knew I made the right decision. My oldest daughter come in the house, right? She come in the house from school and uh, <laughs> she, well, no, this wasn't even at school. This is this is the same day, like after the game. You know, I'm, I'm all excited. So she's like, why are you excited? I was like, yeah, we're going to see our 49ers play. And she was like, daddy, that's your team. Why do we have to go? Like, why do we have to go? To why do we have to sit through that? She's nine, bro. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't get your little ass in there somewhere and sit down. It's do as I do. Uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do. If we're going to go to the game, we're going to go to the damn game, whether it's your team or not. You're going to support me like I've been supporting you through watching you fall off the gymnastic bars and you coming in last place and swim. Like, support me like I support you. That's all I ask for as a father. Did the wife get to her already? Did he say, go tell daddy how I, I, terrible this yeah, is? Yeah, she did. So long story <laughs> short, man, we're not going to the NFC championship game. We're going to Memphis. So, you know, I see why, you know, they've been telling me that, you know, certain things are undefeated. And you're wait, wait. absolutely right. <laughs> so wait, wait, it's not, it's not even you're not going to the game. It's you won the bet. You're not going to the game. You're not even staying home. And you're you're still going to Memphis on top of it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's not talk about that. Let's just talk about something else, Jake. Like so, we don't want to talk about my shortcomings. <laughs> let's talk about something. I don't know why you feel like this is so funny because nothing about this is funny. 
Nothing. Because, because what is the the um, glass houses can't throw stones or whatever that is like? Well, I mean, <laughs> like I mean, I can't. But there's not a lot of opportunities where I can laugh at somebody else's misery in this situation. <laughs> oh, dude, it sucks too, dude. And this is what's crazy. She's leaving early, and then when my girls get out of school, I'm flying with them right after they get out of school, mm. and like. She already gave me a like a list of stuff that they can do and they can't do. And I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, you know, I'm a parent. Like I've I've been with them by myself. Like you're treating me like I'm some kind of kid. And I'm not. But thank you for the list. <laughs> Cause that's gonna be very helpful. <laughs> hey, 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 D'Angelo, if if I bought you the 49ers game ticket. Could I get you to leave the kids on the plane and then just meet in San Francisco? No, I can't do that, man. I just told you I'm a loving father and husband. Come, like, I can't go back, back on that. You come back to your bed being in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I've, I've never been a part of so much animosity over a game, bro. Like, I just – I stopped celebrating outside when we score and just looked in the house and just saw, like – it was just like – her opportunity, because she was like, before the game started, we gave each other like a kiss and like a hug. And she was like, uh, I was like, go 49. And she was like, they're going to lose. We're going to Memphis. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Whatever you say. You know, I'm all like happy. We score. I'm like cheering. I look in and she's like, I'm like, yo, she's going to break something. <laughs> so finally, like, like the end of the third going into the fourth, she just shut the game off. Like, just shut it off. And I come back in. I'm like, honey, why did you turn the game off? Like, it, she was like, it's halftime. I'm like, no, it's not. It was a commercial. We're going into the fourth. She's like, I, and she was just hitting me with all these excuses. So I made her turn it back on. And then we went back outside. But it was it was an interesting situation. So, no, long story short, <laughs> I'm not going to San Francisco, even though I won the bet. It's kind of like, it's kind of like your bet that you made on the parlay. It was a really good bet. You won, you won, really good bet, but you only put five dollars on it. You had just only eighteen dollars. <laughs> so, yeah, really, <laughs> I didn't really win. So, yeah, right, I that's what I'm saying. Answer, like, I didn't. The answer, D'Angelo, is just to this: is like if you ever have something and your wife makes it turn into a bet, just know you're doing what the wife wants to do either way. Yeah, I I see that, and you do realize I'm getting relationship advice from a guy that's single too. It does, you know. Hey, I I, I don't play football. I can analyze players. <laughs> hey, hey, but you're in Vegas though, and you probably stayed at a Motel Six or like a no. Holiday. What is what? What is it? The one where you said I stayed? You know, uh, oh, we'll leave. I, I know what you're talking about, but did you not see? I actually posted a picture of my great view. I'm at the Link, which is actually a pretty nice hotel. Oh, but snap. my my view outside my window. Not that you leave the windows open. It. Somebody was like, "Oh, you should have got a better view." Why? Who sits? In, if you're sitting in the room at the hotel. In Vegas, you got other issues. You need to be doing something, but I got a giant brick wall outside. Well, <laughs> first of all, it doesn't damn matter. You're there on a fantasy football conference. It's You're there for a game that's not even fucking real. Make sure you let them know that. Like, look, I am doing something that's a fantasy, and I'm here, and they're paying for it. I'll, so it I'll do matter. that during the. I'll do that during opening remarks. I'll get up on stage and say, "Just so you hold on, guys, before we get started, just so you know, D'Angelo Williams says we're here for a damn fantasy, and it doesn't matter." Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. And make sure you let them know you did a parlay for five bucks and one eighteen, and then they'll they'll be like, "Oh, okay, I get it, I understand." So, <laughs> I want to stick with your forty ers real quick, Angelo. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to the game. I, no. I assume that you're watch. Are you watching the game in Memphis? You damn right, I'm watching the game. No, no, no. I just got the, 
No, I just didn't know if your va- if your trip to Memphis was this weekend, no matter what. So no, 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 it's like, this weekend, no matter what. <laughs> what is this game going to be close? What are your 49ers going to do to make sure they win this game and get to the Super Bowl? I mean, I think it's going to be easy, but what do you think? It's it's, it's going to be a very easy game for us. I I think this was the best case scenario for us having the Green Bay Packers come up there because we we know for a fact our strength is in our secondary. We know that rushing coverage working together. We got a good rush. They got a good coverage. Green Bay is absolutely uh, horrible, like treacherous when it comes to running the ball. We know that that offense run through Aaron Rodgers. Literally, all we have to do is play the game that we've played all year, and we'll come out with this. We have enough offense to score on their defense. Uh, you know, as you can see, the last game they were worried about being snubbed from Pro Bowls and being all <laughs> pro and 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 carrying on. We just want a championship because our guys have been all pro. Our guys have been pro bowlers before. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for that Super Bowl trophy. We're looking for number six at the end of this thing. And I'm pretty sure and confident we're going to get it based on the four teams that are left because nobody has a defense quite like ours. So with that being said, I think we win by 10 and we'll head on the Super Bowl. Um, what is this, 53, 54? <clears throat> yes, uh, 50. Yeah, something. I don't, I don't ever keep yeah, track of the numbers. Right, yeah. I don't care. 50, I whatever. Don't either. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, what, what one about more you? question. What, what about oh, you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 54. You're right. So 54. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, I, I think the 49ers are going to walk. Uh, you you know this. I said as soon as the yeah. Saints went down, this is now the 49ers to lose. It's It was going to be yeah. between those two to begin with. I really wanted that to be the next this game this week. But I want to ask you, like from a player's perspective, uh, coaching-wise, does like the messaging change? when you have the playoffs on the line or you're yes. in the playoffs, it does. Yes. Yeah. The, the messaging 100% change. So going back to coach Tomlin, coach Tomlin would always say, and I, and I'm, I'm going back to the last coach that I played for. Cause it, it speaks volumes because he was, it, I mean, he was influential as well as coach Rivera, but coach Rivera, then he didn't really have like great puns. You know, he would speak. And when he would speak, his speech is like nothing, I, I'm not saying that they weren't uplifting, but it was nothing that like like what Coach Tomlin did because Coach Tomlin obviously was a longer head coach and longest tenure, longer tenure. So he had a lot of Tomlinisms, if you will. Uh, and Coach Rivera hadn't just came into his. So a, a lot of people may, after I left, have caught on. But Coach Tomlin used to say, hey, you don't know how many of these damn games we're going to need to get into the playoffs. So try to win them all. So that was his goal in the regular season. You know, we want to go three and one, so that'll put us at 12 and four, and that'll guarantee you, or not necessarily guarantee you, but almost guarantee you a way in, right? So he would, you got to win as many as you possibly can. That was the messaging. But then we got to the playoffs, it was big game. It's big game. It's win or go home. And a lot of us don't want to go home yet. You know, when you go home, you got to tend to, you know, wife, kids, responsibilities. You no longer have that, influence of football and family that you have created outside of your immediate family right so you're playing for not only yourself but you're playing for them as well so that speech would go you know very similar to hey this is a big game uh i don't expect uh nothing less than your best 
just come out and be your best self. I don't need you to be the best on the field. I just need you to be your best self and do your job and we'll win this game. If you try to play outside yourself, then that's when you start running into problems and issues. And that's what a lot of people try to do when they play in big games in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl is they try to play outside of themselves rather than just doing their job and not knowing that that domino effect of you playing outside of yourself affects the person behind you, which now gets them out of position. And now it's a big play for the offense or the defense, depending on what team you are. That's fair enough. So with that, which that works really well into talking about the next game that we have is the Titans and the Chiefs. Do you see what the Titans have been doing in the playoffs as doing that, as doing like, look, we're going to play to our strength? Because while Derrick Henry has been, and we're talking about him in a second, but while he's been going ballistic, Ryan Tannehill was not this poor in the regular season. Like he hasn't thrown for a hundred yards in two straight games. Like I, I tell me I'm wrong, D'Angelo, but I don't see that working against the Chiefs. I don't think you, you're going to get the you're, you're wrong. running for you're 300 absolutely, yards. You're wrong. You are a hundred and 25% wrong. And the extra 25% is I'm giving you because you're in Vegas. Uh, yes. <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on. You're telling me that the Titans yes. can win the game against the Chiefs in Kansas City by having Ryan Tannehill once again only throw for 90 yards. I'm, I'm letting you know right now the Titans are going to win this game in oh, Kansas City with him probably throwing less than 100 yards. We need to go. We need to put this on a bet. We need to. Well, do see, this. the thing is, is we. I can't say that he's not going to throw for. I mean, he may throw for one hundred five. Oh, I don't care what he. I don't care what he throws. Right, for. right. Just, They're the definitely going to the win. Gonna They're one hundred percent going to win this game. If you look at the defenses that they faced before they got to Kansas City, both defenses they faced before they got to Kansas City was better than Kansas City's defense. Here's right. the. Here's the only problem, though. I think the Tennessee Titans match up well against the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Uh, I agree. Here's here's why. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are as committed to running the ball as they used to when they had Hunt. So with that being said, this is where it's going to – I mean, I understand that they got Deshaun back there. Not 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 Deshaun. What is his – yeah, I said his name. Mahomes. Right? Not Mahomes. Mahomes. Uh, no, no, no. LaShawn McCoy. They got LaShawn as oh. the, the the running back. They got him back there, but they don't they don't really run the ball that much. He's well, not, not anymore. Any Damian Williams is back, right? So 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 D. Will is back there. I'm I'm basically saying they're not running the ball enough. You're back for that there? to even be a factor. They're back there. They just I mean they're. No, they're, I, they're I was joking. You said D. Will. <laughs> you said D. Will. So I was like, well, you're you're back there. That's what right. I mean. No, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. They're not running the ball enough for it to influence the the Tennessee Titans to do anything outside of other than playing defense. Well, then let me, let me turn the question a little bit. Then let me ask you, because Derrick Henry led the league in rushing, uh, missed a little time, got banged up, but Derrick Henry last year, we saw at the end of the season go off. If you look at this season, he's had a better season from start to finish. But again, the second half of the season far outweighs the first half. And then what he's been doing in the playoffs is insane. Can I, can I can I tell you my my second to be honest? Can I go ahead and give you that yeah, right now? It, yeah, because it is this is like the perfect timing. This is why I think the Tennessee Titans are going to go on and win this game and play my 49ers in the Super Bowl and lose and lose bad uh, okay. because that's the, the that's the defense and that's that's geared toward what we like for uh, teams to do is try to run on us versus try to pass. Here's why. I'm taking you back before the season started. To be honest, Jerry Jones is the reason why 
the Tennessee Titans will make it to the Super Bowl. And here's why. Jerry Jones foreshadowed and said at the beginning of the season, no leading rusher of the NFL has ever led their team to a Super Bowl. <laughs> you remember he said that? Yeah. So that you're was saying. the reason why he didn't pay Ezekiel. He That was one of the reasons why he didn't want to pay Ezekiel Elliott, right? So wait, wait, you're, you're before, telling me. Just, just, yeah. let, let me finish, Jake. Let me okay. finish. Okay. So, so before that happened, I came on and I said Derrick Henry – was the most uh, valuable player as a running back to his team. A lot of people gave me hell for it because he was number one. C-Mac was number two. And they was like, dude, you're just hating. And I'm like, dude, I'm telling you. So everybody's been getting Ryan Tannehill. They made the switch from Ryan Tannehill. I mean, from Marcus Mariota to Ryan Tannehill. When you bring a new quarterback in, the best way to protect your new quarterback, whether he's good, bad, or great, is to run the freaking football. And they did exactly that. So it's not the fact that Ryan Tannehill uh, is that good. It's the fact that we don't have to pacify Marcus Mariota and stick with the offense that he come to love. We get to protect in quotations, our quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, by telling him we got to run the ball, we got to run the ball, we got to run the ball, knowing that the beast all along is Derrick Henry. So now that you got this Derrick Henry rolling the way that he's rolling, just foreshadowed you just now where Jerry Jones said before the season started, no rusher uh, that led the league in rushing has led him to a Super Bowl. Well, guess what? Derrick Henry's done it, and he's doing it. He's going for over 190 yards in each playoff game. He's setting records while doing it. He's averaging 30-plus carries a game. Right now, this is old-school football that meets new school because I don't know if you remember this, but New Orleans with uh, Drew Brees made it a passing league when they won the Super Bowl without running the ball. They had a good defense that was good in turnovers, but they was a bend but don't break defense. They was they led number one in turnovers that year, but was dead last damn near in every other category. But because turnovers matter and your offense is scoring points, that's the reason why the league shifted from run, run, pass to pass, pass, run. Right. And now they went back to an old system where the whole league has adapted and adopted to the hey, we're gonna throw it. We gotta, you know, we gotta err on the side of them passing first and then play caution and running the ball. So now that you've got individuals that are really, really good at defending the pass, well, you bring a team in and run the ball all the time, hell, you're gonna have problems. And you're gonna uh, have a yeah, lot of problems. You're and not wrong. What the teams, got bounced. Right, right. That's what teams are running into when they play the Tennessee Titans because their defense is set up to stop teams that pass the ball a lot, and that's 99.9% of the teams. However, the Tennessee Titans doesn't fit that bill, so now defensive coordinators are scrambling trying to come up with these defenses to stop all these different run assignments when all you got to do is just go back maybe 10 years ago or eight years ago and find that pedigree to stop that. But nobody's willing to go back that far because they still working on the passing league. That's why he's so successful right now. He's going to continue to be successful until somebody stop him. I also like the fact that Derrick Henry is bringing that allure and that star power back to the running back position, because now we can all look at Derrick Henry and say, Hey, right here, this is, this is who I can be if you give me the opportunity. Oh, this well, is yeah. who I can be. So, no, so there's two things there. Is One is, I'll, I'll give you, I didn't really have one, but I'll throw in a, like a quick hit to be honest for you. As you're talking about this and with Tannehill and the switch from Mariota, 
I actually tweeted this out, I think, last week. I said, to be honest, throw Eli Manning at quarterback for the Titans, and they're doing the exact same thing. Like, it, the quarterback, yeah, matter. I'm not saying doesn't completely matter, but the, the style of ball that they're playing right now, you just have an adequate quarterback just that doesn't throw the game away for you, and they're doing the exact yes. same thing. Oh, so, absolutely. Absolutely. This, me, is the, this is Dak 2.0 when Dak got there his first year, and they went 13-3. and I You know who, lo- you know who hates Ellie? this? You know who hates this game and hates what's going on? Ooh. It's the it's the people that you hate that I I always tell you to distance myself. Don't put me in the same group of them. It's the fantasy analyst and the uh. notebook guys that are like, here's the one, Daniel. Look, look, it's a hashtag. You can go hashtag it right now, and there's probably still plenty of them out there. RBs don't matter. And I have hated uh. that. I know you hate that. Emery Hunt, our scout for the athletic that I talk to all the time, we always tweet and joke about it all the time, about the running backs don't matter because you can put in any running back to replace any running back and passing is more. Did you see that insane stat that was out there, D'Angelo? I don't know if you did. I should have sent it to you. or I, I might have sent it to you where somebody was saying the last game that the Titans just played that they had a predictive points per touch. Like, there you go. You're probably rolling your eyes. I could probably hear it from here. But <laughs> even know a is. predictive points per touch for Tannehill in that game still outweighed Derrick Henry's points per touch. And you know what I said, D'Angelo? If you get out of that game and you're telling me that Ryan Tannehill throwing for 90 yards on 15 attempts and Derrick Henry is averaging less potential points per touch than Ryan Tannehill, your, your statistic is shit. Yeah, I here's another issue that I have with that. I I'm still trying to figure out why the hell we still talk about Ryan Tannehill when we clearly this is not his team, but yet we still talk about Ryan Tannehill and we still interview him. The first guy out we interview Ryan Tannehill. So let me make sure I get this straight. Derrick Henry just rushed for 202 yards and a couple of touchdowns. They just win the game. Ryan Tannehill went five for eight for 42 yards let's just throw that out there i'm not sure what the stats are uh for you stats craze you can look it up far from it right right they interview ryan Tannehill like oh man you know you guys really uh you know you guys came out firing on all cylinders uh you know what are you guys doing that nobody else is doing how can they not stop you and the first thing he says is is derrick henry's running why the hell did you interview him first just go talk to derrick henry talk to (laughs) him first and then follow it up with ryan Tannehill. because it's a quarterback driven league you know that uh, but it's crazy to me because when quarterbacks win they talk about the quarterbacks but when quarterbacks lose they don't necessarily put it on the quarterback oh he didn't have any help depending on what team he didn't have any help uh, you know, his offensive line didn't block anybody. Uh, you know, these are all the things that they say about quarterbacks that lose, that have the career to back up their losses. That's what bothers me. So I don't my, disagree with you at all. And that's right, exactly so, so, why I put that Eli Manning thing out because I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Right, because Ron Tannehill hasn't changed from his days in Miami. He's doing the same shit he did in Miami with Tennessee, but the difference is is that as an offensive coordinator, I'm protecting my new quarterback. And how do I protect my new quarterback? I'm giving it to the beast. I'm giving it to Derrick Henry. Now, think about this, though. 
Imagine if they would have did this last year with Marcus Mariota instead of trying to win games with Marcus Mariota legs. They was just saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to give it to the professional that we pay that has running in his name of his job description and running back. I'm going to let him run it, and then I'll let my quarterback be a quarterback. Their play action is insane, and it's literally as simple as you having to respect the run game. Yeah, uh, although I might I might say that I don't know that Mariota has the same level of success because he would make mistakes when the ball was in his hands. Right, but th- that's the thing, though. <laughs> Ron Tannehill's not doing that. Ron Tannehill can drop back on third and five and throw it out of bounds, make a punt, their defense can stop, and it was a great damn play by Ron Tannehill. Yeah, look, 100%. I'm, I, I'm so glad we're on the same page as that one. That's yeah, but I, that was my. But I, well, you do disagree on that because you're taking Titans 49ers. I'm taking Chiefs 49ers. Yeah, I'm I'm going Titans 49ers. And to finish out my two, be honest, my two, be honest. This is a long. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a long. I I didn't finish. I was leading up to okay. like the, the the end of my two, be honest. So the end of my two, be honest. To be honest, man, and this is uh, this is me. Dry. Derrick Henry was never a part of the MVP race. Not sure why he was not. But is there any award that he can win other than winning Super Bowl MVP? Because he can't win that because he'd have to beat us, and that's not going to happen. Or winning <laughs> the Super Bowl. What other accolade can he win leading up to this? Because obviously he's maintained. He's a and, and this is what the kicker is. This is what bothers me to my fucking core, and it drives me. He does not catch the ball out of the backfield. These are all rushing yards. We know as a defense that he cannot catch the ball out of the backfield. That's not even a threat. Once in a blue moon. <laughs> bro, bro, that blue moon hadn't been blue for a very long time. Screen passes is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about lining up and him running a, a route like they do in New England or they do in the, with oh, the okay. Jets. Okay, so no now screens because, and no wheels. He's got to he's got to like run an arrow or something. He's right, playing. he he's not running any of that shit. He he don't even get out. He just there's no point. He's like shit. I'm not faking out of nobody. Like I'm I'm just gonna block. I'm a chip. I'm gonna stay in here and they'll take him out and they'll bring uh white in. On third down. But I'm saying they know for a fact when he's in the they know that they're running the ball. That's my whole point. There's no, oh, we gotta make sure we watch him out of the backfield. So that's not even an option. So you know when he's in the backfield, the only way he's gonna get the ball is if we hand it to him. And you still can't stop me. And I'm with you, and that's why I joked and said that he might run for two fifty against the Chiefs three hundred, but not obviously. But if if you're the Chiefs Adrian Peterson did it. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Chiefs, you have to go. I'm assuming you have to go into this game and just say we're going to sell out to stop Derrick Henry and make. You don't think that's what they did last week against him? You don't think that's what New England was thinking? Like you, no, no. I think I think New England watching both those games. I think both New England and Baltimore went into those games thinking they had a well balanced enough defense, and that's why they got beat. Okay, well, I can tell you right now, Kansas City has no defense even close to the two that they just played. That's why I, overall I like they them. don't. And their run defense is abysmal. But yes. you that's why they're see, that's why I think if your secondary is strong enough that it is, it's that definitely it's not even the level of the Patriots. But just sell out to beat Derek. Look, if Ryan Tannehill throws for three hundred yards to three hundred against you, that's your own fault. You got beat. But I would just sell out to stop Derrick Henry and uh but yeah like you think they're gonna win anyway. It's not gonna happen. So you got yeah. like I said, what, forty ers Obviously, so I'm, I'm t- we could jump ahead and just assume you're taking the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. As oh, 100%. I'm, I'm 100% taking a, the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. But before the playoffs started, 
I I said the worst Super Bowl matchup in the history of Super Bowl matchups would have been the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> like I'm thinking, look, like, who's going to show up for that game? You know the NFL is praying that the Titans don't win, right? <laughs> I, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, isn't that not crazy? Like before, when the seasons, when the when the uh, playoffs first started, did you not think like that's the worst matchup that can happen in the Super Bowl? Uh, that would that was definitely one of them. Yes, 100. percent I I would I would put the Eagles with how banged up they are at this point as one of them too. I wouldn't have wanted to see the. Nah, Eagles. the fans still would have showed up for them because the that, fans would have showed up. But right. I didn't I'm, want to I'm see talking it. about selling tickets for Super Bowl 54. Right. right. Like, they wouldn't have been hard to get. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You're 100. Yeah, I'm just being. Your, I'm being honest. This is to be honest. 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 I'm just yeah. I it's amazing though because. You know, I talked to my best friend back home in Memphis, and he was like, dude, you wouldn't believe how many Tennessee Titans jerseys and uh, memorabilia has shown up since they've been in the playoffs. And, like, I was like, what? He was like, bro, it's awful, bro. It's terrible. Like, everybody has pride. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't be surprised if some people, like, way out in West Virginia are all of a sudden Titans fans. Oh, yeah, yeah, we always rooted for them. Yeah, and don't have a damn clue. But that was my to be honest. All right. I, I think he should win some type of accolade. I understand that, you know, Lamar Jackson won the, the regular season MVP, but shit, we can't give this guy something? Like, he's literally put the team on his back. Most underrated player? Can we give him that? Yeah, I, I also saw something that you tweeted. I, I don't necessarily know if it was you or somebody else that was uh, Derrick Henry before the season started was on the waiver wire and people doubted him the entire season. But, like, now no. he's he's on the, you know, was you one of those that had him on the bench or something? I think I saw you tweet something like that. No, no, no. Well, he's never on the waiver wire. He was drafted. He just wasn't considered a first-round pick. So now uh, he's considered. Okay. Yeah, now next year he's considered a first-round pick. I don't know if I tweeted it. was just I have had the conversations already of whether or not he's worth a first-round pick in fantasy next year, but that was the only difference is that people were taking like the third or fourth round of fantasy drafts so you can understand where that's coming from, D'Angelo. And now he's going to be in the first I, I, round I don't, next year. I don't. I, and I can care less about it. I, you know. But thank you, though, You're for playing trying to this year. for me. I'm getting you to play this year. <sighs> no. No, it's not going to happen. Unless you're going to get me to go to Vegas. Oh, no. I'm, yeah, we should have switched seats here because you probably would be having more fun than I have. <laughs> Well, you enjoy Vegas. That's what you do. Is there anything else you got you got left for us, Jake? I know you. No, I'm just I'm just happy I was able to wake up after my frustration. I was up till midnight here, so three a.m. So doing what? My old time playing poker and losing my money. (laughs) I hate the fact that you have to. Why why do you have to say you're not that guy? What does not that guy mean? What is the guy mean? Like, what are you referring to when you say you're not that type of guy? Oh, who the guy you were insinuating? Yes. Like when the you guy, say I'm not that type of guy, what what like what is the guy that you're not? The uh the Vegas strip club and try to find something that's hey, it's what goes in Vegas stays in Vegas with some random girl that you met at a bar type of thing. That's not me. You are super judgy, bro. You <laughs> are judgy. I'm you, not saying that's wow, oh, Jake, I did not see this in you, bro. You are judgy as hell. Uh, no, no, I wasn't saying that's who's in Vegas. I was saying when you insinuated before and we're saying you're single, you're like this is what you're doing for your fun. I was saying I'm not that guy that you're insinuating. I'm not I'm not the guy you're insinuating. Okay. All right, Jay. All right. So just to let you guys know, <laughs> if you ever go out 
and you run into Jake in Vegas and you're that guy, make sure he doesn't know you're that guy because he's not that guy. I'm not judgy. I don't judge you. You are judgy. You are judgy as shit right now, Jake. Judgy as shit. Because every time I say something that alludes to you and a girl being romantically together, you always say, I'm not that guy. Because you keep insinuating that it's just to have some fun for the weekend. Jake, let's let's just give an overview of your life. You have a fucking dog named Barkley. Yes. That's it. That's it. Don't, hey, hey, hey. And it's a girl. It's a girl. I'll fight you over Barkley. I understand you'll fight me over Barkley. That's not what this conversation I is about. Her. This conversation about is like, you know how they always say, hey, you're going to grow up and you're going to be the cat woman? Like, never did you think in a million years, looking back when you were in junior high school and college, <laughs> like, you'll be where you are right now with a dog named Barkley and it's a girl. Hey. And you're probably, you probably checked on Barkley a hundred times since you've been in Vegas. No, hey, I love where I'm at. In Vegas? I'd love being in Vegas too. No. I mean, as in my life is what you're saying. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, I just want to spice it up. I a little cover bit, man. sports I like for a living. I get to go to Vegas. I, I, I on business. understand that. Why, why don't you, awesome why, why don't you do this? And, and this will be a great podcast to end this on. And I just need a yes or a no. Why don't you handle you, Jake Seeley, you handle your life as it relates to a job, Barkley home life and stuff. Let me take care of the girl life. Let me let me be your wing, man. Let me put you on. I Can told- I get your DMs jumping? Can I get your DM? Because when you said yes, like I, I think you're saying yes because we're doing this podcast and like it's fun. Like I need a yes, like do that for me. You got me. And then I'll vet the girls out. I'll I'll then get them into your DMs, not give them your phone number because I know how <laughs> sensitive you are about that because you're no, not no, no, that here guy. You go. So I'll let them DM you and then y'all can take it from there. A hundred. I'll tell you a hundred percent, D'Angelo. If you okay. can, if your people, your connections, which are much better and greater than mine, if your people can get me a date with Victoria Justice, I will do it tomorrow. Oh, see, you being specific. I can't do. I can't make those. <laughs> you know what? You just ruined all it, guys. Y'all have a good night tonight. Damn, Jake. I you. I I give you an inch. You try to take a damn mile. See, that's <laughs> this is what your problem is, man. You can't. If you don't have nothing there, you can't be specific. You got to start hey, from somewhere. D'Angelo, and then build. what what's what's my Twitter handle? All in kid. I'm always all in, man. Never never halfway. <laughs> but just hey, I'm all in kid. Hashtag I'm not that guy. Y'all take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs>As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.